people welcome to people's stories thank you so much for tuning in i'm your host priyanka oja and i hope you enjoy the session hey guys today i have a very relevant topic suggested by a lot of you with the constant interaction and all the hype around artificial intelligence i am sure this is a topic of interest for a lot of you guys whether or not you like it do you know how much artificial intelligence and machine learning is affecting our life be it the social platforms like facebook instagram or the ride sharing apps like uber lyft ola or in banking and personal finance with things like fraud prevention or credit decisions or our very favorite driverless cars in the automobile sector artificial intelligence is almost everywhere having said that you are not wrong in thinking that this is one of the most sought after profession in today's time and a really well paying one as well since i received many requests on having someone from artificial intelligence or data scientist domains i pulled in a very special person to talk to for our today's episode introducing all of you to agash sachdeva who is not only an artificial intelligence research engineer in germany but is also the one i share my life with so my life partner so hope you guys have fun listening to the interview hi agash hello priyanka <laughs> how are you <laughs> it is very strange sitting like that <laughs> Exactly. Um so of course I know a lot about you so tell us tell our audience about where are you from anything about you actually. So yeah. Mm, Priyanka already introduced me. My name is Akash Sachdeva and I am working as an artificial intelligence and computer vision research engineer. So somehow from doing electronic communication uh, as a bachelor and then embedded systems as a masters I chose computer vision image processing artificial intelligence all these things as my job mm-hmm. and that's what i'm doing right now and i'm really enjoying it there is no doubt about it mhm artificial intelligence is an area which is like in limelight right now and almost everybody wants to at least know about it for sure um as they say it's the future so of course we want to know more about what you exactly do but for now what are your hobbies so my hobbies some painting some sketching and traveling and photography so all these things were used mostly uh, if i'm not watching any movie that's could be the other thing which i'll be doing so i have to add here for people who know both of us they know that agash is a, is a brilliant cook he is just basically undermining himself also has a very creative mindset so he does photography uh, with very good angles um he does a lot of good creatives um so i mean i see you as a person who is basically multi talented i i don't know if you realize that thing about yourself i i will not say that i'm really good or really something in all these areas i do all these things and i do it with all my uh, like with very chill mood like i i like those doing those things basically the thing is that i keep on shuffling you're just being humble <laughs> So I keep seeing you working on your system and laptop and um I know that there is some coding involved but then if you want to dig deeper into what do you exactly do as an artificial intelligence engineer and what's the outcome like what are you creating So I will not bore everyone with the deep digging but 
But yeah, so I will, I'm mostly working in a programming language called Python. It's pretty fun. Uh, I work majorly with all these different applications with the cars, like detecting road signs, detecting traffic lights, and multiple other things, and then evaluating them, all these different things. So yeah, that's my major area. So when we talk about your journey till here, I mean, if somebody has to specifically, uh, like let's say they want to pursue artificial intelligence engineering um, as their main career, uh, and if they can already focus on some particular area, what would those areas be? Where should you be more, you know, um, clear with your concepts? So it depends on which step are you in. So mm-hmm. you you are so you high school just finishing school or something like that, then you should know that you like programming or not because there will be a lot of programming. So you sh- if not, then probably go for somewhere else. Otherwise, programming is the first thing to start. So maybe you can take computer science or something like that. Apart from that, you have to have a strong concept in uh, a good base in mathematics and start reading about image processing and all this stuff. So that's mm-hmm. the beginning. For any artificial intelligence side, you should know computer vision and image processing, and then move towards the real artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Or I think the I don't I will not say the real, but it's more what they show everywhere, like machine learning algorithm. Like now, right now, like many apps and many softwares, they say we are using machine learning things. So yeah. the, the the fun part is to say the the magic where it happens. It's not a magic, but yeah, uh, to reach there. I think these are the first things. But and, yeah. And when when should you um, when do you get exposed to image processing and all these things? Like, I'm not, I'm sure not in school or or is it already no, in no, school? No, no, it's not in school. And for me, all it was not in my bachelor's also. So I did my electronics and communications, so there was nothing regarding that. There was an optional subject with embedded system and image processing, and but nobody took it. Only mm-hmm. I decided to took it, but. Because I was the only student, so they didn't give it to me. <laughs> yeah, that also happens, yes. <laughs> so, I'm not sure why. But then I did my bachelor project in this field. Uh-huh. I uh, built an eye-tracking application on the Avery platform, ARM platform. So, that was basically for me the starting journey. Mm. I, I self-studied everything. Mm. There was nothing which was taught to me. And then when I came for a master's in embedded systems in Germany, there was a whole module for computer vision, image mm. processing deep learning, all these things. Okay. So and in Germany, you can choose your subject instead of putting on you. So I chose them as the main one. So what was the trigger? Like, what was that point when you identified that you want to go into this area? So being an engineer, nothing drove me. I think uh, in India, it's pretty common that if you are, if you have taken science, then you are going to be in. If you have taken physics, chemistry, and maths, basically, and not biology. It was... Uh, like I started with engineering, but the embedded system happened to me when I, so I liked coding even from my high school. Mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of coding and I used to build those robots. In the yeah, I, I remember so. you did something, you did some project uh, with robotics when we were in bachelors, right? Yeah, I, so I, I did projects in high school also with robotics and with game development, with small games like racing car, but everything was with C. C++. Uh-huh. Okay. So those were not like heavy games, but it was fun. Yeah. So all that came from there. So after I joined uh, my college for bachelor's, after first semester, I see, okay, there is not going to be too much programming. And I feel like, why did I choose 
electronics and communication. So I started going coaching outside for embedded systems, for learning about these microcontrollers, programming with these things. And then I then I did all these robotics projects like lane followers or edge, edge detections or clap control robot or all these. Okay. But the trigger for me, artificial intelligence, to be very honest, I, I think that came really late during master's. So I did my bachelor project on that, but just because I like the concept, the output. Yeah, okay. The eye tracking project. So the web camera is tracking your eyes all the time. Hmm. So that output really excites me. Yeah, okay. That I think was the main trigger that I, okay, I thought, okay, this seems impressive. Hmm. I didn't know it was called artificial intelligence by that time or deep learning and machine learning, what it is. I have so no you basically idea. sort of stumbled into that, into uh, this artificial intelligence area and not really, I mean, uh, so how you, from how you tell me, it's like you already had an interest in this line, but somehow you, while doing your projects and all this, you stumbled upon this. Yes, exactly. Way. I think I was majorly, I stumbled upon this eye tracking thing while searching for a bachelor's project. So mm-hmm. I was, my, my first thing was that in my head was, okay, I have to find a bachelor project. I will not do any simple thing or, or not do any non-fun thing. Mm-hmm. It has to be fun. Fun for you. So I just start looking for IEEE research paper. Okay, what okay. research papers are there? And what can I implement? So fun already for you was coding. Like you had identified that coding is fun for you. The coding was fun for me. That was one thing. Okay. Yeah. So the general impression that we have of somebody who's like coding is that person is a geek. Basically. So he would be sitting in his room, you know, working on a laptop all the time. Uh, Do you see yourself like that or not? So I don't see myself. So I will be sitting and watching on the screen, but probably watching any movies or (laughs) TV series. What's the most fascinating thing about artificial intelligence? That you can't sit empty. You can't stop. Every day there are 10 more things which you have to learn, 10 more things which you have to research about, 10 more things which you have to gain experience with. So you can't stop that, okay, I have learned everything or I know these things. Even though you know these things, there are 10 more things coming out every day. You can't stop. Would you want to see a world where... We are driven by artificial intelligence. So the way you put it is completely wrong. <laughs> I will not blame you for that. I would blame movies for that. So when you see artificial intelligence, you see these movies like iRobot or... Yeah, where know, robots are controlling us. Exactly, or Chatty or something like this. Those, those robotic movies. And those movies are fun. But I don't think anyone who is working with artificial intelligence or... Or it's, I will not say for everyone, but anyone, but I think majority of mm-hmm. us, they are not looking the future like that. Artificial intelligence will be there, but it will be there for, to help us and not to control over it. Basically, you create something and now it has its own thinking ability and it starts working, you know, that way. And it could be possible that eventually we reach that area where the the coding in itself is so self-sufficient and we do not even realize it. That is a possibility. Yeah, it could be a possibility. But the thing is that eventually we are in a controlling seat. We can turn off and on. So there, there are a couple of debatable topics in artificial intelligence. First, like you mentioned, it's a boon or a bane. Yeah. Or second, AI will take your jobs. <laughs> yeah. So, Everybody's so scared. <laughs> exactly. But if it takes your jobs, it will create more. How? I mean, yeah, of course. So, um, 
we are basically moving into a world where sort of get being educated is like a mandate now i mean right now we also have those kind of jobs where you can you, where you require physical effort for example in factories or shop floors and all those things right which robots are taking up now so when you say that it will create more jobs it will be jobs into again this particular area so artificial intelligence area right i mean coding will become like a mandatory thing then so coding will be very necessary yes that's that's one thing that maybe right suppose right now 10% of people are doing coding i'm just saying random i have no idea but suppose 10 out of 100 are doing coding right in this world then probably in the future with ai coming so strong you will have connectivity mm-hmm. so coding will be i'm not saying like you're an expert in coding mm-hmm. but a basic coding yeah Uh, would be necessary and it is a very uh, debatable topic and we can debate that i think all the genius minds are, are debating on this on yeah. this for a long time and but still people are but admiring I mean, it because you are an artificial intelligence engineer how do you see it what's your thought personally for me i think i will definitely artificial intelligence would be a will be a future mm. and it is going good and it will be a benefit for us mm. but will it depends on how we use it so yeah, i think it depends on anything so suppose you are uh, so pe- people have invented cars right so one can say that cars are bad because you will walk less you will run less and then use for less public transport you are getting more co2 out and all these things so but cars make your life easy you can travel everywhere yeah <laughs> so it's everything depending on how much you use depending on how much you want to benefit from it 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 all depends on people mm. i mean now i think now my my thoughts are going more towards a uh, sustainable world and environment and all those kind of things so let's not okay let's let's uh, come back to the main topic now so um, from an engineering background perspective what all um, branches can take you to this area to be honest i think it's any branch mm. it's majorly in india that you have this branch thing or this thing that in your head that okay i have studied now mechanical so i can't do programming or i have done this then i can't do this so it's it's basically restricting yourself i've seen people moving from doing doctorate and teaching for uh, physics for 10 years 15 years and then moving to artificial intelligence i've seen people who are neurosurgeons or and eventually end up being artificial intelligence Okay. I mean so basically it's very it's very open. Anybody can get into this area. I think anyone can enter into any area in today's world. Because <laughs> because you have one of the greatest source which like even yeah. we didn't have 7 years back, 8 years back internet. Basically you you just need to start. Yeah. And there are abundance of resources. Yes, yeah. I totally agree on that fact. Now, I mean, it's so much easier to learn anything. So there are so many things like Stack Overflow or Google in general. There are so many research papers and so many other things you can just go there and find what you want to learn. Personally, I would suggest to go with one of the book by Ian Goodfellow, Deep Learning book. I would definitely recommend that book. There are many other books which are good, but I didn't get the opportunity to read all of them. uh if you if you are already into it then you can go with one of the book called machine learning yearning from one of the father andrew ng and then you can go to coursera there are many courses available yeah okay what kind of what kind of student were you in school in school there were many faces <laughs> <laughs> 
So I was good once for 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 initial period of time. I think until at least I find myself. I I think I think of myself as I was a good one, pretty decent and quiet boy in the class. At least that's a feedback which I got from many people. But maybe it is different than people can message me now. <laughs> so uh, probably people will listen to the podcast and they'll message. They'll they'll write to you that we don't remember you like this <laughs> in school, right? Yeah, I think everyone has could could have a di- different perspective. But, yeah, uh, that's the most general feedback which I get. Uh huh. But what are uh, I mean? How do you see yourself as a person? Your strong areas. As a person, my strong area is I think one of the most strong area for me. I personally believe is the patience. So if I know that this thing has to be done, or if I know that anything has to be achieved. I know that this will take that much time, or and I have to be patient. Or I I rush over things, but I know that results could take time. Mm-hmm. So I I understand. I have in my head all the time that okay, let it be. It will come through eventually. So I will put my hundred percent day and night to finish that thing. Or even if not finish, I'm not sure if it runs or not runs. But I will put my hundred percent day and night to make sure that I I'm putting my effort. And apart from that, I think if I decide that I have to do a project by the end of the month, then I will do it, give or take. I will not stop. If I decide, basically, if I decide something, I will finish it off. That's that's one of my, I think, one of my biggest strength. Mm-hmm. And I think you should know it better. Yeah, of course, I know it. What I personally like the most about you is um, the kind of dedication you have for each and everything, like. Be it movies. When you're watching a particular movie, like after we watch any particular movie, he, you will basically comment on how the cinematography was, how did the director, what was the director thinking, what could the picture line be. So you know you get into the depth of things. It's not it's not just about knowing the uh, in general about stuff, but then you also want to understand. What happens? Like, how is it happening? You have that kind of curiosity. I think that's because I'm an engineer. I think that's come from there to know what's going in the background. You have you generally have a curiosity that okay. Uh, so you open a Google and you search something best podcast ever, and then some links pops up. But how the Google knows that you you have to know. It comes to your mind how Google is doing there. Obviously, they will not tell us. There should be something, right? There should be an overview or something like that, mm. or how Spotify or how all these different small things works. So with with movies, it is a different thing. Movies take you to a, for me at least, it takes me to a different world. Mm. So, so that's basically your area of disconnect, right? Yeah. If I if I am any kind of worry or if I am tense mood, I just go into like put a earphone on and just go into a movie mm. so that I can just go into that world and put my mind off. Because when I'm watching that movie, I'm linked to that character or something like that, and I see many other things. And then I, when I come out, the same stress or the same thing which I was experienced, it is very less. Mm-hmm. But I can find a solution. To. So, uh, who are your? Who is your role model? So there are different people for different things. So one of my like the persistence thing that I have to do that day or night to put that amount of work. I learn from my father. Mm-hmm. He he knows that he has to do it. Then he just put that amount of work. Even now he's putting that much. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, I think behind every successful person, there is this um, day and night hustle which goes on and it's very easy to say that yeah enjoy your life or you know enjoy balance your life and all that but once you reach there but eventually when you are in that phase where you are you know building up your um, base I think everybody has to put in that effort whether it's Elon Musk or Phil Knight or I don't know Barack Obama anybody for for that matter or so these are very big names there is no denying that these people have put that much effort. I will not be hesitant to say that there are many other people who who have put that much effort. Yeah. And but people don't know their names. I think you should always. Uh, I mean, you should always have somebody to look up to, whether it's somebody in your personal circle or I don't know a business type. I think there are there are multi. That's why I said that you don't have to look up to one person. You can look up to many persons. Yeah. And see what their strong points are yeah. and try to see and learn from that. Or So, there are many people who are that famous and successful, but there are successful people who are not that famous. But they yeah. are successful mm-hmm. behind the curtain, yeah. right? Suppose they are a very successful lawyer, right? But you don't know it. Yeah, I of course. I mean, for example, uh, I mean, in, in this line only, let's say we all of all of us know about the concept of Dibbawala from Bombay. But I, I don't know how many people know who the owner or who the founder of this concept was. Exactly. Or is. But the concept itself is like so popular. People who don't know about this concept, basically it's uh, delivering tiffin. So uh, it's it's basically tiffin delivery uh, within Bombay. And it's such a fluent and perfect system where the different goes out from one house and reaches the exact person and there are like thousand people involved who are delivering it throughout Bombay. So, I mean, that kind of intricacy has gone in the entire operations and is considered to be one of the best operating, I mean, operationally, one of the best models. Basically, I want to say that for you to be successful, it's not important that you should be famous. Success and fame are not the same thing. They are two different things. Exactly. So we see only those people who are famous, but who is a great doctor or who is a great lawyer or the person who basically developed this vaccine right now, post for coronavirus. Yeah. He he or she could be famous, right? But he they are not famous. The company is getting famous. Success, you can't define that with the fame or with the, if you are on the top search list on Google. So how do you define success? For me, success is basically when you... When you feel satisfied, mm-hmm. it's basically a sense of happiness, feeling that you get, you want to tap on your back a bit. That, okay, I did it. Mm-hmm. I reached here. It doesn't mean I'm stopping here. I reached here. So basically, according to you, doing something which gives you a sense of achievement. And if you can sleep in the night and say that, I mean, and you can look at your day, at your day today and say that, yeah, it was worth it then that is success for you. Yes. I think it's important to sit down and reflect back on what all have you done? Where have you come from? You know, what what is the journey that you've taken? How have you improved over the years? What are the changes that have happened? I think it's important to be grateful about things, to, to just notice that this is all that you've done. And then, you know, that might give you more power or more motivation to keep going ahead and maybe maybe have bigger dreams 
Exactly. You you have to reflect back, and you have to not only reflect back on your journey, but the people who are linked with you, people who have helped you, or people who have pushed you. So there is a very simple two line thing which I keep um, in my head all the time. So my mother used to say, my mother is not very too much educated. She did her graduation and that's it, and then she got married. When she used to see. Uh, neighbors, friends, relatives, children whose parents are little more educated. She used to think that how would she teach us when we go to school or when when we be older, go to high school because she doesn't know that much. So that was a point of worry for her that how well her children will be educated. And I always think on that line that she was worried. And eventually, I right now I'm here. So she, how much she would be happy? Yeah. So yeah. that thing only should give you feeling of achievement. That okay, you made yourself proud, you made your parents proud, and you achieved. Yeah, that's that's such a good perspective. I mean, I I know that all of us know this, but I think sometimes we forget, or you know, it's it's now that you're saying it, I'm I'm also realizing it, and. Um, it's such an important uh, part of your life, you know, because we are all also, of course, so so linked to our family. And as very rightly said, we are at a particular place because we were brought up that way. Because our parents put in that kind of effort, and they wanted a better future for us, and that's why we are here. And I mean, I think we are fortunate enough to um, to be able to spread the message across, and maybe I mean, maybe everybody can just sit and reflect back and think how and how did they reach where they are today and who are those people who are, who have contributed to them being there you know and just be grateful about all of that exactly um if you can go back in time like 10 15 years back and uh, you can give advice to the younger akash what advices would you give what would you tell the akash so uh, to my younger self basically they will there's not a lot of things which I would say because everything turned out pretty perfect or pretty good. Um, one advice, I will not say advice, but one thing which I will probably say to my younger self is don't worry. Really don't worry about your these competitive exams or about your uh, marks. When I was about to start my bachelor, I was really not feeling good because... How was an experience of yours? Like what, what happened with... I was preparing for all these different competitive exams to get into one of the best colleges. But eventually, I didn't end up in really the A-grade college, that you say, in India. And that was not really good. So, I was above average. And I think I also scored above average in those exams. But the problem is that you have around 500,000 sitting for the exam. So, above average also didn't help. Right? <laughs> I will probably go that is it. say, don't worry, just keep on doing what you're doing, keep pushing effort, keep thriving, keep trying to push yourself, study and that. It will turn but, out. I mean, you right now you're saying that you would go and say the don't worry and all that because now you know how things paved out. But then you would you would not have known, yeah, right? Obviously. And then you would that's have why, been that's, why, that's why the whole uh, parallel timeline thing should <laughs> will be there. So <laughs> that's why but I don't want to I change mean, anything. But the advice would be really hard. Like, to worry less. I used to worry less a lot. Yeah, but I mean, what I think is, 
like for example right now um i might worry about things because those things are important for me right now and if i do not worry and i do not put in that effort then eventually i might not be at a place where i can come back and say to myself okay don't worry so so you're t- talking about two different things so i would not say to myself that uh, uh stop working i understand your point that being little worried will make you push towards few things to do right you like you, you will do something because you are worried the core idea is to stay motivated keep doing what you are doing but don't take too much like pressure on you i know my younger self and i know what i have done so <laughs> that's why i think i i was really tensed i was really worried about every, a lot of things will i get a job or not or will i do anything in life or not and there are many negative things which comes in your mind and that make you do things a lot like push you hard to put more effort or everything like that but it also sometimes like a few days or months or something it derails you mm, okay one thing which i which i sincerely and honestly regret is that i think that's one good advice which i could say to my younger self now <laughs> when i think about it <laughs> please read books so that's one thing which i actually learned this year reading those books would actually help you in so we all know that okay i mean we should write everything what we are doing or we should write journal or we should do all these things everyone says that and we all know that but we don't do that the thing with these books are that when you read it you want to try it yeah so what is what is your best memory from college okay so people who are actually listening she keeps coming back to college because we studied together in the college <laughs> and that's she, she, she she keeps coming back to it so so that she can talk more about that and it's a, it's a, it was a common life uh, which we shared at that time even now it's a common life that we are sharing it was a beginning of common life i would say <laughs> i i can say those words so in the college i think there like i said there are many there were many memories which i can put with the car and with friends with all of our circle our common circle uh but i think the best day or evening was when i finally got the job in our final placement and it was a big deal for me she and our common couple of other friends we have a group of five friends and all of them got job before me the first company which came into our uh, college or university and i had to travel back to my home because i was driving back and i was crying the whole way to my home because i was not selected and two days after the other company company was coming and i got into that one so it was not a competition or something with all these people but it was a sense of feeling like okay all of them got job and i didn't get anything it was it was basically fomo <laughs> you, you were thinking that okay now now these guys will party and i will be left alone probably or one more thing could be that okay now now these guys will again be together in the same company and i will be left out <laughs> so there were many things or maybe i was disappointed with myself also that i didn't able to get in so that's what you basically when you say that you will go and tell your younger self not to worry about stuff i think this is one one place where you would go and say you did not have to cry all over on that on that trip back home 
I would not say that don't cry over. I think it was important <laughs> that I cried <laughs> because it has to get out, and then uh, I would be that much motivated later on. Yeah. Or maybe, but to be fair, I did get a lot of help from one of my friend during my second attempt. Who? Uh, Aniket. <laughs> okay. I did get a lot of help. Okay, so what what do you think about friendship in general? Friendship is basically life. You will only remember those days. Uh, all, all the other things. What 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 can you remember? If if I remember, I have to remember this whole last year, where we are stuck at home mostly. What will we remember? The, the days we traveled, the days we partied with our friends, the few days which we had basically, <laughs> and or we had dinner with our friends, or video conferences, or video conferences, played games. So those are the things eventually we end up yeah. having and. Actually, I was talking to one of my friends yesterday, um, and she said that. Um, so I, I, I think this will stick with me forever. She said that first of all, there are very few people who are lucky enough to have such good friends, and then there are very few people who are unlucky enough that all of their friends are long distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like um, having good friends. It's like getting the gems of life. Basically, if you can, if you can share your good and bad days with people, and and they understand without you saying it, and that's what we have that kind of friend circle. Um, I think it's it's also one of the precious things life offers. Yeah, definitely, I can definitely agree. Okay, perfect. It was so much fun talking to you, Agash. Um, uh, I absolutely love talking to you all the time. So. And and guys, believe we do that a lot. <laughs> Yeah, we do. Um, so thank you so much for uh, giving your precious time. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I couldn't run away from that actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I I am not into talking that much. I'm a good listener. As you can already see, I have to get things out of him. Yeah, so she she speaks a lot, and that's why she is doing the podcast and not me. But. Uh, yeah it was it was it was good sharing all these things and reflecting back all the things which i had in my mind which i even didn't know i had or sometimes when you're saying something it comes out so it yeah. was good bringing out those memories again yeah i mean um just for all the listeners i would definitely recommend you to go ahead and talk to whoever is like the closest person to you and you know when you're talking to people sometimes you you just uh, get to that get to those points in that person's mindset where you basically realize something which probably they also do not realize about themselves and when they are talking about it then they realize that okay this is how i think and you know that kind of connect when you make with people i mean it's it's just it just takes you to the other level so i highly recommend go and talk to people try to understand about their stories try to see how they think you know you can always learn from any anybody and everybody around you yes definitely but do listen to these stories also <laughs> yes thank you so much akash thank you so much you guys for tuning into this podcast people's stories If you are aware of somebody who has inspired you and would want me to share their stories with all of you guys then please feel free to connect with me my name is Priyanka Ota 
and you can find me by the same name on LinkedIn. On Instagram, my account name is People's Stories Pod. I'm going to come with another exciting episode, so stay tuned and stay happy, stay healthy.